Lisa K, 10 to noon on KTOE. It is your midday with Lisa K. How are you doing 10 minutes after 10 o'clock? Valentine's Day of the day of love or the day that you're like, meh, whatever. That's however you feel about it today. It's Valentine's Day. All sorts of stuff happening here in the studio. Lots of sugar, I've noticed. Even more so than normal. We normally have quite a bit of sugar around this place, but today... There's a lot of it. There's cookies and donuts and treats everywhere. I'm going to stay right here behind my board and hang out with Laura from Jerry's Aber Auto Body. How you doing, Laura? Good. How are you? Good. Good to have you in. Happy Valentine's Day. Thanks. You too. You've got a cute uh, Valentine shirt on. Yeah, I made it last year. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, you have one of those machines. I have a silhouette and then a heat press, so. Oh, I like it. Yeah, we get pretty crafty. <laughs> <laughs> so you're yeah, fixing cars and also making shirts. There you go. Uh, we're DIY, talk- <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all of it. She does all of it. We're talking a little bit today uh, with Jerry's Aber Auto Body about, well, I think we're going to cover the repair process today. And off mic, we were talking about some, eh, nobody wants to talk about the COVID stuff, but it's still kind of affecting us. And I didn't really realize how much it affected uh, the auto industry in so many different ways. And then last year was like the year of all the strikes happening. Yep. For uh, six week strikes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And I thought to myself, as we covered the strikes here, um, I thought, well, yeah, they're not making cars. They're not they're not shipping cars. But it's so much more than that when it comes to people that were actually maybe waiting back home for something to be repaired or a part to come out from somewhere because some of those parts are only available from some of those. I didn't even put two and two together there. That yeah, that and then when thing. they when they came off strike, it was still six weeks behind. So you could put them. Some manufacturers you can put like it's an urgent. The vehicle's down. Some of them you can't. So it just kind of depended on when they pull the part, and then it has to get to our vendor and then get to us. So it's kind of a a mess. So it's not like Jerry's Abra Autobody can walk into the manufacturer and just be like, "We need one of those widgets." Nope. And I've had customers offer to drive to Detroit to get a part, and Seriously? I'm yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, uh, "Yeah, I would love you to do that, but um, you can't do that. You cannot go on the grounds." We have toured manufacturers before, like Nissan. I've been there. Chrysler. My mom's toured that, but it's you can't just go in and grab a part. Unfortunately, it's not like a big store. No, no, that's not happening. Nope. <laughs> well, so we talk about repair process. Did you know that there was a winter weather advisory tonight? Do you guys get a little bit like on edge as soon as bad weather? You. <laughs> It, my parents just left for a Daytona 500, and it's a running oh. joke that usually my dad goes, and then mom will meet him out there later after the race. But um, two or three times now we've had a blizzard, and the first time he, the tractor was on empty, and then so I went to blow, and he goes, well, when the light comes on, you got to go back to the garage right now. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> and then the, he didn't have diesel, and the generator quit, so... Yeah, it's so they left you. Did, is everything okay then? Like <laughs> you got everything working. So Hopefully, far? we'll see. I guess <laughs> because tonight they say on the overnight tonight maybe two to four inches. Yep, and we'll so, see. I guess I don't know. I would love to have snow. I snowmobile and oh, sure. have not touched ours, so I would love That's it. But <laughs> tough. That's this has been really weird weather. It is, and, and it's spring-like. But I just wonder in the you know in the repair world. You know, people are sliding all over the place, or they're you know they're going to eventually be needing you. Um, let's talk about the repair process today and what happens when. And <laughs> it's funny because I had your parents in here, and then all of a sudden my son gets into a car accident. I'm like, oh my gosh! <laughs> Thank goodness I know some people. But We're here so, for you. <laughs> you, know, you pick up the phone and you call and kind of do exactly what I did. I think I got a hold of your dad and was like, what am I supposed to do here? Yep. And really. 
honestly, they kind of took care of it from there, and I was very hands-off in a weird sort of way. Yep, and that's what we try to make it the easiest for the customers. There is a few different ways you can do it. So if it's a tow-in from the scene, just call us either the police will either get the tow set up or we can get it set up for you. So they can have it towed directly from the accident scene directly to you guys? Yes. Okay. Because then a lot of insurance companies, when you call them, the newer people who are answering the phones, um, doing the claims, they don't know that you have the right to choose where you want to go. They try telling you you have to go somewhere for three estimates um, or you have to go to their shop. That's the direct repair shop, which is not as the, you have the right as the consumer to choose where you want to go. Oh, you do? Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. Like, yeah, they have their preferred shops. Um, we are some a DRP for some, and we're not for other companies too. But yeah, you have the the right to say, nope, I want my car fixed here and bring it to us or whoever you want to go to. Okay, so wherever you go, if you yep. bring it to Jerry's, what happens once you so the the tow truck drops the vehicle off there? So sometimes the tow truck has the contact for the people, which is really helpful. Otherwise, if the owner calls, then we have the contact. We ask what insurance company you are if you have a claim yet. If we are a direct repair, they'll send an assignment to us, so it has all the information on there. What does that mean, the direct repair? Um, basically, you're on their repair program. Okay. So I don't really know how else to explain it. I guess that's probably the easiest way. All right. um, you, it's easier to get approval on the supplements and the estimates. Um, you don't have to go through an email and wait for the approval that way. Um, it's just kind of right through our estimating system, um, and they communicate with their estimating system or however okay. they, it works on the insurance side. Um, so yeah, you just either we get an assignment first that says, no, it's not a, it's a non-drive. So then, uh, Jerry or myself call that person, see where the car's at, if they need it towed, um, and then go from there. Otherwise, if it is from the scene, you can just call affordable. The cops will call sometimes too. Okay. Or whoever, whatever company you want to use for towing. Um, and then they bring it up to us and we go from there. All right. So once it's, once it's on your, your lot, who takes a look at it first? Um, the non-drives usually get wrote by my dad, Nick, or myself, or sometimes Eric. Um, Justin works with our progressive company. Um, he does all of their stuff. So one of us will take a look at it, or my other two estimators will as well. Um, just kind of depends on the damage that's done. If there's suspension, we'll get it up on our frame rack or alignment rack, have our mechanic look at it. So you're really going through the, the whole, the body, the mechanical parts, like what's, if something was damaged there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Looking at everything. Yeah. And then there's a lot of them, too, that it's like, okay, well, there's obviously something going on behind this bumper, let's say. So I'll have, I'll either try to get underneath the bumper and see, take a look from it that way. Otherwise, I'll have somebody take the bumper off so I can write a full estimate from the beginning. You're you're going to miss something and it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, That's why they call it an estimate. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So once we get it actually through disassembly, you can see a lot more. The technicians take a look at it and write down what you missed. Um, but especially on tow-ins or heavy hits, we really try to have a thorough estimate because those are the ones that more than likely will total because they're a heavier hit if you miss a bunch of damage. So, mm-hmm. And that's only wasting my technician's time's time by tearing it down. So so if something is quote-unquote totaled, it's it costs more to repair than it would to fix, right? Yeah, or the value like- of the damage. The damage is worth is more than the value of the vehicle. Okay. Yep. And that's when then you would make that call saying like, like the car is totaled out. Yeah. And, then- and there is times like if it's already, a you know, it's our salvage title vehicle already that has a lower value on it. Um, if there's a lot of miles on it, if there's a lot of prior rust on it, that kind of stuff all goes into effect as well. But what if it's just a fender bender or, you know, dented something or other or then what happens? 
So, well, when you actually drop off your car for repairs, we do, there's a whole step of processes we do. So we do a pre-rock around with the customer and an estimator. Um, if there's any prior damage or concerns that they are wondering about, that's when they bring that up. Um, if there's any lights on the dash, if the lights are related to the accident, and then it goes into a pre-wash where we pre-wash the vehicle and then take all of our prior pictures. Um, so basically your car's there for 10 minutes and we take priors on it. Um, then it goes into our pre-scans. We have a skating company in-house that's called Smart Express. Um, they scan the vehicle, see if there's any codes. Um, like yesterday, I just had one that's a Ford. The airbag light came on. It's a front-end hit. They hit a deer, but the passenger pretensioner deployed. But the bag didn't blow. Oh. But there's a code triggering it, and it's an active code. So just seeing that kind of stuff. Um, so Ryan is our person in-house. He does the pre-scan. Um, then the file comes to me, and I go through and do the compliance on it, make sure, um, are we able to repair this bumper? Does it have a line spot? Um, what kind of hit is it? Because there are hits that do take a higher-level technician to do mm-hmm. or more experience, like if it's a frame rail, uh, yeah, frame rail replacement, um, that's definitely a higher level technician. Does it need frame time? All that kind of stuff on it. And I take a look at the hit, um, the kind of damage on it and see, okay, yep, this calls for an alignment, you know, get my mechanic involved. And then it gets handed out to a technician um, for disassembly. And that's when they can, we can see any additional damage that was missed. Mm-hmm. Um, so they basically disassemble the car, um, look around the car because there is time there's non-direct damage. Monday we had a car got brought in. Um, it was rear-ended and then rear-ended a car. So both oh, front right in the middle. Yeah. Yep. And there was two very, well, you could see it. It was hard to see them. Like I was rubbing my hand over it. Cause I'm like, there's gotta be something on this quarter panels. There was two buckles in the quarter panel just from the um, hit in the rear. So oh, sure. looking at that kind of stuff and the techs are really experienced to look around the whole vehicle and see any of that kind of stuff. How long would you say, I mean, I, I, I guess you can't really ask that question because it depends on what happened to the vehicle, the length of repair. But have you had one of those vehicles that have been in your shop where you're, you've been working on it for so long and so long where you're finally like, it's done, yay! Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Like, yeah, yeah. Well, like, <laughs> I can't believe this is finished, whether it's waiting for a part or whatnot. Yeah, we've had, well, especially the past two years, there's been a lot of them that we, I like to call them the long-term relationships. Because, um, <laughs> you know, you just, you get so used to talking to the customer every other day and their car is sitting there, we're waiting for parts, it's a non-drive, um, or it's not drivable without that part. So, yeah, we have one in there right now um, that we've been waiting on a wiring harness for since October. And oh boy! You can't. Is that one of those uh, strike happened or something happened where the short, shortage of parts that we've been hearing about? Or kind of, yeah. So it's one that it's been specific, so they aren't made prior to uh, you ordering it. I was told when I ordered the part that it was three weeks. Well, that was October, <laughs> that and was it's, October. <laughs> and now they said it's on a boat on the way over, but you can't track the boat, so we don't oh, know. Goodness. Yeah, oh, there's a lot that goes into it. <laughs> right. So, yeah, long-term relationship. That's mm-hmm. right. And then when you finally release those people, it's like... <laughs> yeah, we're like, well, hopefully we don't have to... Like, we, we love seeing you guys, don't get me wrong, but... <laughs> hopefully you know. we don't see... We're going to see you if you get into another you know, yeah. accident or something happens. Yeah. Uh, Jerry's Abra Autobody. Laura in with us talking a little bit about the repair process here on KTOE today. We'll be right back. It's Lisa Kay on your midday. Happy Valentine's Day. 
back on KTOE. It's Middays with Lisa K. Laura from Jerry's Abra Auto Body here in Mankato, checking in with us a little bit about the repair process, what happens when we drop off our vehicle, and some of the things they look at. I think what I'm surprised to, to, to learn is how many people uh, touch the vehicle. It's not just a couple of techs that come in and fix everything. There's so much more that goes into the whole process because you're working with insurance at the same mm-hmm. time um, and then getting the vehicle fixed. How many people would you say that on average will be involved in any vehicle repair? Um, well, our technicians are on teams. So I have one team that has five or six people. And then the other team has four and the other team has three. And okay. I have one mechanic, two painters. And then I have four or five in my detail area. So uh-huh. depends on the team that works on it. And there, yeah, there's a lot of hands there's that go into it. Parts parts me uh the estimator heather doing the update calls kylie doing the final billing there's it's not a one-man show by any means so. and it's not linear it's not something like you go in and you fix this and we fix this and it's you told me like sometimes we'll take a bumper off and we'll be doing that while something else is going on yep. somewhere else so well and especially a hard hit that if a bumper comes in um that's just the easiest example but a bumper comes in and it's missing or it's in pieces we might not know that there's a part missing until we get that vehicle, like we're putting it back together because like a it, puzzle. Yeah, it really is, yeah. especially a Volkswagen, <laughs> <laughs> Volkswagen and BMW. Those are an Audi. Um, and those are well, tough ones. Yeah, really any European car. But <laughs> how come that is? Like, do you I, know why? I have no idea to be honest. But there's so many different parts that go into it, and it's not easy. And the pictures that we see on our end when we're doing the estimate is not the best. Pictures, so I use Google's my best friend. Okay. And my technicians definitely help a lot too. But Right. Yeah. Man, there's a lot going on. Um, electric vehicles, I know those are different to fix, but we're starting to see like some people have <laughs> I always see uh, your mom did the same face. Mm. Those are tough. Yep, it it's scary. Because um, it's new. I mean it it's is. it's very new to everybody. It is, and it's unknown and it really got pushed on everybody. Um, but it was the same thing when aluminum came out. It got pushed, but this is a lot scarier. Um, well, one, you need to have a, you need to be certified to work on them. Two, you need to have what they call a shepherd's hook. So basically, if and it needs to be near somebody. Uh-huh. So if somebody gets stuck on the car and they can't get off, use the shepherd's hook because if that person were to see somebody stuck and they grab them, you're fried as well. So oh, it's a see, we don't even think about things like that. Yeah, I've taken a lot of classes on it and done a lot of research, and it's it's very scary. It's dangerous, um, but it's the way we're going, I guess. I, I think we might see a drop off in electric vehicles just due to, again, the unknown, and they're pushed so quickly, and they're so expensive that I think we might see a drop. But hybrids are definitely a thing as well. So, mm-hmm. and th- are those a lot diff- more difficult to repair than? There, I mean, you have your safety hazards with any vehicle, but hybrids, you still have to be a little bit more careful, not as careful as you do with the EVs, but there's still... Um, the precautions you have to take, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, yep. My goodness. Uh, so, well, we've got some snow in the forecast. We've got deer out there. Would you see like a lot of hits from deer at certain times of year? Uh, lately, it's been nonstop, and they're All not just yeah, and they're not just hitting them. It's like destroying cars. So <laughs> I don't know what the deer have been eating, but I'm not <laughs> seeing them in the woods when I'm deer hunting. So <laughs> wow, yeah. <laughs> try to yeah, try to stay away from them. They say it hurts. So, uh, Laura, if people want to get in touch with Jerry's Aber Auto Body, ask any questions. If they need you for anything. 
Um, They'll call. (laughs) Yeah, easiest way is just to give us a call. um, 507-388-4895. Anyone can help us. Um, Otherwise, we do have a Facebook page, which is on Jerry's phone, so she'll get the message. And she's usually pretty proactive about seeing that stuff, so perfect well I, I hope they have a good time and everything is going to be just smooth <laughs> until they get back right hopefully 